and I am recording. Um, All right. Uh, fuck, where is it? Wake up, wake up, wake up. Uh, wait, wait. Wake up, wake up. Is this it? Yeah. Damn, I just burped Gotta up and like weed smoke came out. Yeah, you totally missed it. Like <laughs> it was like focus. sitting there for at least a minute. Yeah. Dude, listen, this is your anthem for the new uh, competition. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I defy it. Dude, it's like the normal Champions League anthem, but like an extra like, ooh, like. Dude. And the logo is fire too. Like everything about it, besides the teams that are gonna play in it, is dope. That gives me gooses, man. I'm I'm gonna have to pick up a team that's uh that, yeah. that's in that competition. Following pretty pretty closely. Yeah, I saw it. It was super funny. Someone goes, uh, "The only good thing about this tournament is the song, and I get a new Wi-Fi password every year." I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like "That's good." That is good. That that'll be exciting though. Another just just more games, more soccer. More games. It's never it's never a bad thing. Yeah. But what a way to start the We Call It Soccer show than with a preview of the never heard before. What's the competition called? The Europa Conference League. The Europa Conference League. It is a step down from the Europa League. We're gonna talk all about it later in the show. But as of for right now, how you, how you doing today on this snowy Monday in the Northeast, but probably beautiful and sunny Monday? I'm doing, I'm doing fine on this overcast day. Overcast? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cloudy, but it's still 65 degrees. Shocking. So, yeah. So you, can't, you can't win them all. Just most of them. Just most of them. And, um, I mean, you can't win them all. I, I feel like... That that's 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 how I feel about my picks for Champions League last week, or, or better, you can't win any of them um, because your boy went over <laughs> over four on the Champions League last not, week. Not even or, one. Not not even one. You did better though. How'd you do? Did you you had PSG right in Dortmund uh, and Liverpool. And Liverpool, you're three for four. Look at you. You had a fire week. Um, I can't say the same about myself, but we're gonna do we're gonna do better this week. I'm gonna do better this week. And we're gonna we're gonna also bring you a more in-depth preview than ever before. Talk key players, tactics, possible lineups, missing players, all the stuff for the Champions League. Of course, we'll have our normal Premier League coverage as always, but let's let's focus on the, the biggest wow. tournament in Europe for a little bit, yeah? Yeah. All right. Um, first game, we have Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea. I'm going to break it down from the Atletico side first. And mind you, before I say anything, I'm going to keep riding with them. I think they're going to eliminate Chelsea. They're going to go through. 
But as for Atletico Madrid, their preferred shape is a 3-5-2. You can always find Stefan Savage, Felipe, and Mario Hermoso leading that back three. Um, they play a pretty narrow shape in or out of possession. Urente, Lodi, Koke, Kondogbia, Saul, um, Carrasco, Tomas Lamar, those seven kind of rotate in the in the five midfield roles that they have. They all can pop in and out, although Kondogbia is really solidifying himself as the new rock in the middle of that defense ever since Partey left. Up top, they have Luis Suarez and uh, hopefully Joao Felix, who is still a doubt for this tie. It's looking more and more like he's going to play. He's been back at training. And um, actually, he, he, did, he did participate in their, in their last loss against Levante. So he is back. Um, these guys like to play without the ball. They just hawk it upfield. They try and get on second balls. Um, they don't care about the possession battle. They don't care about the shots battle, the big chances battle. Really, any statistical measurement that you can use to predict which team is better, they really could not give a fuck about. But what they are about is they're about playing good defense and fouling people. And um, as of right now, that has them top of La Liga. They are faltering a little bit. Two drop points in a row against the same opponent, Levante. Looks like they have their number. Um, Levante coincidentally enough likes to play the same shape as Thomas two taps has been playing with Chelsea, the three, four, two, one. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hand it off to you there. Um, yeah. Like you were saying, I think this game plays right into Tommy's Chelsea because he loves the ball. He, he loves holding it. He loves passing it. And they start off in that three, four, two, one shape. And then he kind of, once they get possession settled, he begins to overload that midfield, uh, keeping, whether it be two people back, so kind of go to about a, like a two, five, three, some sorts, or maybe a two, four, four. It depends on what he's feeling, but he loves to overload that midfield and final third area. And Atletico Madrid are going to have their work cut out for him in this one, I think, because Chelsea will create chances, um, depending on the personnel that they have on the field, they can create from anywhere because they can go with, we're going to feed it down the middle and go with, you know, our direct attacking players, or they could start someone like Giroud and Adoy and Pulisic if he's ready to go. And then they could have that direct threat and that wide threat coming in with balls to Giroud's head. And uh, he, we all know how clinical he can be. So they have a lot of different routes to go. Um, one thing that I think Chelsea is kind of in the right spot for is offensively they have been a better team in the champions league uh statistically by the x goal and uh x assists numbers they have averaged um 2.56 x goal and x assists per premier league game this season but in the champion league that number jumps up to 3.1 so it's a half a half a stat basically a game that they're gaining in the Champions League. Although this stout Atletico defense will cause problems. And um, we've seen Chelsea's defense can have lapses in judgment, like we saw this past weekend. Uh, 
So they're going to have to be strong mentally. They're going to have to be strong physically. They're going to have to be strong on the ball if they want a chance at winning this. And uh, really comes down to personnel because I think unlike Atletico, Chelsea have are more unpredictable in what lineup they're going to come out with in this game. Like you kind of know the base of it, the back, uh, a couple of the midfielders, the wider players, but that attack really. And I think goalkeeper are uh, going to be the big positions to look at for this game. I think Kepa is coming on very strong and I think he's pushing Mendy, but um, yeah, I just, I think this game plays really well into what Chelsea wants to do when they play. So I'm looking for a big Chelsea outing. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. I, I, I like your breakdown of the game. I like the way you think it's going to play out. And I agree with you. It's going to be a lot of Chelsea possessing the ball. Um, they're going to have their chances. Atletico are liable to, to give up a ball that's fizzing across the face of the net. You let somebody get on the end of that. But I think the way that, uh, that Chelsea play and how Atletico are going to approach this plays right into their hands. Uh, while Chelsea have been good with the ball as of late under Tommy two taps, it hasn't necessarily converted into, uh, into big chances or, or big goals for the team. They've yet to score three in a match in the premier league. And um, not that it's going to take that many goals for Chelsea to get through against Atletico. I think um they're not going to be clinical enough or they're either not going to create enough chances. Whereas someone on Chelsea's back three will definitely fuck up at some point. Yeah. And Luis Suarez is going to put that chance away. You can take that to the bank. And um, honestly, on aggregate, if there's less than three goals over the two legs, wouldn't be surprised. It's going to be a shit show. And um, I think, I think Atletico are aiming for a draw win. I don't know how it's going to be split, but yeah um well this one's at a neutral venue too so who's the home is team it? supposed to be yeah i think atletico is supposed to be the home oh, team. oh so i mean i know there's no fans but you're you're not on yeah. your grass and mentally True. like both teams are traveling to austria or romania to play this game and we saw the effect that you know there's a big gap and difference between the quality between madrid and sociedad but seeing the home team having to travel to a different country costs it. So two away games for Atletico. And uh, so we'll see if they can overcome that. But the, the Chelsea leg is in London, right? Yes. Interesting. I believe so. Why is that? Because of I different countries' travel restrictions? And- yeah. I, let me check right now, actually. I like Yeah, it's back. It's at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, I think that, you know, I guess Spain's COVID law is just a little bit stricter or maybe yeah, like that makes sense. English players have camps in yeah. certain countries. There's something. something one way. Yeah. yeah. Preventing them from going back and forth. All right. Um, next matchup, you might look at it and think, Hey, this is going to be a beat down. And you know, honestly, it might actually be a beat down, no, but maybe. nonetheless, nonetheless, we're going to preview Lazio versus, um, versus Bayern Munich. And I feel like Lazio are being, Hugely underrated going into this tie. Uh, they're led by a Serie A golden boot winner last year, Chiro Immobile. Um, they, got, they got solid midfielders in Milikovic Savic and Luis Alberto. They're both strong, good on the ball, good passers. Joaquin Correa can get in behind. Lazari also provides good width at the right wing back spot. They run a back three, pretty consistent defense, good record in Serie A. Pepe Reina, yeah. That guy, 
he's still around and he's fucking in net for Lazio. And um, they're, they're not consistent. They're not consistent by any means, but they have a plan and they know what they want to do. They like to play with the ball. They like to pry. They like to press high up the pitch, try and win the ball back high up the pitch. And um, honestly, that, that, is, that could be a recipe for disaster against Bayern Munich. They could just break you down quick, boom, 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 tap, get him behind, three goals down. What are you going to do about it? Um, but knowing that Lazio are probably aware of the fact that Bayern Munich are this good, I think you're going to see a different game plan from Lazio. I think you're going to see him sit in, sit deep, try and secure at least a 1-0 at home. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to get that done. But who knows? Who knows at the end of the day? Soccer is a crazy game, and Bayern Munich could be missing one of their best players going into this tie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and before, I was just looking at the stats, and I really want to say this because it's awesome. Uh, did you know, as a Bayern player this season, Chris Richards has a better X goal than Chupa Mote. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You cannot <laughs> understate the loss of Mueller enough, can you? No, yeah. And yeah, just like you said, Mueller, one of the best players in the world, going to be out for this game. And even though Bayern is debatably the best team in the world, the best team's top two players not going to play, and that hurts anybody. I don't care who you are. But with that being said, this Bayern team has enough firepower. They're strong enough at the back to just be able to get in and get her done. Um, but like like we said, the attack's going to be a little bit eh, but we have predicting Sané and Coleman to start on the wings. Very pacey, very direct from Sané. Uh, it's going to be good to see what he can do with this defense. Um, I think he's going to have a field day, to be honest. No matter what side he plays on, I think his directness will play right into the way Bayern wants to play this game and control. And then Coleman is, and Goretzka, are going to be there to feed Lewandowski, I would assume, primarily, um, and get it. And then the big thing about this tie, too, is that it's the away game for Bayern. If Bayern win, loss, draw, Bayern's going to score. And like, I, I don't see Lazio keeping them out, whether it's 1-1. They? They're going to score. They're going to score. Like, I, I think that's as safe a bet as any this week. And uh, just... But no more. Yeah, no more. Ah, no. It's Bayern. Bayern's Bayern. Bayern are nice. They're going to go. Um, although it's going to hurt them a little bit, like we keep talking about Mueller and just keep going back to him because he is that good. He can carry this team, so to speak, from a creative point of view. But, uh, you know, there's still Bayern with Neuer, with Alaba, with Lewandowski, you know, with, with Boateng, with Kimmich. So a star-studded cast still without one of their stars. But it's just gonna they're gonna go and they're gonna dominate <laughs> i don't know like what else to say about it really we can talk about their ex goals champions league to bundesliga and all that stuff but they're they're a different class of team you know and uh i just think it's gonna show i just think it's gonna show in this tie and it's gonna be a route on aggregate it could be a route on aggregate but as for this like especially with no Mueller 
especially because Bayern Munich have dropped points two games in a row now, especially because the style that Eintracht Frankfurt, a team that beat them, and Lazio play are very similar in terms of high energy, high pressing, trying to play with the ball and go at Bayern. It's, it's I don't know. I, I, I'm final pick. If Mueller is out, when he's out, Bayern are going to drop points this leg. Bold. That. That's, that's bold. I mean, bold. I should have been bolder last week. Yeah, and I went with back. one dog. I went with one dog <laughs> and I still went over. <laughs> Even going back to last week, look at, I don't, like he said, they, they dropped points in back to back matches. Clearly, league form has nothing to do with Champions League form. Just ask the red team and Mary side. They look like a different team. Um, I disagree with that. And I disagree I, because because that game, the scoreline flattered Liverpool. Red Bull had their chances and didn't take them. Liverpool didn't create their goals. Red Bull gave their goals to Liverpool. It wasn't because Liverpool played well, and it showed <laughs> in the league because they continue not playing well. It was because Red Bull played bad. I, and it's it's there's so many things that go into Champions League football. The atmosphere, you're in a different country, new players you don't see. Like I don't know when the last time Bayern played. Angelino being your leading scorer. <laughs> yeah, like you little things rely like that. On shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Timo no. Werner's. You know, if he was there, Liverpool easy three 0 I mean, no, Leipzig easy three 0 Maybe maybe three two or Fuck maybe this was the back would still happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just see it. So, it's going to take two straight absolute tactical masterclasses by uh, Lazio to be able to. No, I don't think they're getting through. I don't think. I know. I'm, I'm saying to, out of, to take oh. points out of this tie. Oh. Yeah, it's oh. going to take two straight absolute masterclasses by Inzaghi. Okay. And it, yeah, it'll yeah. be tough. It'll I think tough. this game is. Do they play tomorrow or Wednesday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, this game will be over. This tie will be over tomorrow night. Wow, it's, it's GG's. All right. Okay, all right. We will. We will see. Um, the next tie, also one that people might think. This is gonna. This is a mismatch. But no, 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 no. I'm here to tell you why Atalanta is not to be reckoned with in this tie. Atalanta are currently sitting fifth in Serie, a, just a point outside a Champions League spot. They're unbeaten in their last six. And last weekend they had a resounding four-two dub over Napoli. Yes, Napoli, the team coached by Gattuso, the team that just beat Cristiano Ronaldo before then losing in the Europa League. Makes no sense, but whatever. Napoli, that team, beat them 4-2. These guys like to line up in a 3-4-1-2, but let's just throw all that out the window because that's not how Atalanta play. Anybody who watches Atalanta knows that this is positionless football at its finest. Um, You got Luis Maria, we got Zapata, we got uh, Matteo Piscina filling in nicely for Papu Gomez after he left. They got Golsins and Mael were, uh, providing width on the outside. Christian Romero is the rock in the middle of that back three. Martin Darun does good work getting up and down the pitch. He's the anchor there. 
and um, Pierre Luigi Golini. He is the resounding weak spot on this team. But honestly, you, you can't blame their 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 lack of defense on him because it's just the way they play. Um, these guys will pass the ball around, and you'll look up, and Duvan Zapata will be filling in for the left back while he's making a run at striker and the center mids, the the right sided center back. Like it's it's they they move all over the pitch and it creates mismatches, it creates overloads, but also leaves them extremely vulnerable for the counterattack. Um Madrid, not the most pacey of teams in European football at all. Not the most well disciplined defensively of teams in European football at all. They're just kind of meh in my in my opinion. And I think that this Atalanta team, if they if they come with their shooting boots, they all come ready to play. It's it's going to be a tough tough game for Real Madrid. Yeah, no no doubt. This tie is I think going to be one of the more competitive ones this round. Um, I think it could honestly go either way, and I wouldn't be surprised either way. But again, I go back to this. The one thing that Madrid has that Atalanta don't have is that Champions League expectation and pedigree. Uh, there's no team in the world in the history of soccer that's better than Real Madrid when the lights are the brightest. And that's exactly what the Champions League is. And, you know, they still have their some of the best players in the world, to be honest. Tony Cruz is this season has come on and been absolutely unplayable. You can't, you can't stop this guy. I mean, you can pay someone to stop this guy as teams are trying to do. And I just think people like that, you know, Courtois hasn't been that bad this season. He was getting a lot of shade last year. Um, Just was he worth it? Eh, Navas, Navas is still better. We all know this, but Courtois proven to be maybe he can be the guy of the future but one injury that Madrid has had for a while and uh, I think it's really going to hurt them in this leg is Federico Valverde um, I think he's an outstanding young talent he's a really good midfielder I think he kind of completes that midfield but you know not saying that he, he wasn't He's not the most important because, you know, there's still three midfielders who are better than him on this team. And, uh, (laughs) like, Cruz, Modric, Casemiro, all three are starters at the international and club level and three of the best in the world at what they do. But just that extra dimension that Zidane, if he wanted to go with, I think not having that option really kind of limits Madrid to what they can do. And um, speaking of Zidane, the reason why I don't think, well, the reason why I have doubts about my finals choice, my finals winner in the Champions League prediction, doubling down, tripling down, uh, Madrid are winning it all. But the reason I have doubts about this team is Zinedine Zidane, not the injuries to Hazard, Jovic, and Valverde. It is Zidane. He's not a good manager. Um, he has relied on individual brilliance his entire career, hence why when Ronaldo left, he left, and now he came back, and he's kind of looking like shit. Um, <laughs> so I like there's a direct correlation there. If you can't see it, call your eye doctor, get an eye checkup, get some glasses, because it's, it's there. But Madrid are getting old. I think they know they're getting old. And But no, like I said at the beginning, no team really knows – the Champions League like Real Madrid and that's why 
no matter who they play. They could play City. They could play not City. They could play someone else. I'm trying to think of the worst team in here, but, you know, they could play Leipzig. And it's going to be a tough tie with whoever they play. So I think you can't count them out. I'm counting them in, going all the way, winning it all. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Madrid, Dortmund, final, ink it, sell it, tattoo it on your body. Don't do that. Uh, But, yeah, no, they just have too much talent to go out this early as a squad. And I think individual brilliance will be able to get Madrid through this tie. Not tactics or anything like that, just solely based on what their players are capable of. Yeah, and um, speaking of individual brilliance and correlations and Tony Cruz, when he plays well, they win. When he doesn't play well, they don't win. In yeah. their last six wins as a club, he has been man in the match with a, at least a 9.0 match rating in three of those. Um, there's a direct correlation, people. <laughs> you can't see it, like my friend said. Call your doctor. Um, that being said, though, Atalanta should know this, and they should sick Darun like a fucking bat out of hell on him. Just put in one clean, dirty leg breaker early in the game, the first five minutes. Take the red if you need to. If he's out for the second leg, guess what, Atalanta? GG's, you're going through. I'm telling you, break his leg. Sweep the leg, Daniel, son. You'll get through. I promise. Yeah, it- yeah, it's That's like it. you said, they go as he goes. And but stopping Put a dirty him, tackle him. Stopping him is harder said than done. As many teams. I mean, he's German. Yes, he, they're, they're robots, those people. Yeah. Yeah, they put they put crushed up bratwurst in their baby powder. Oh, and that's just grow strong bones. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're drinking beer from like the age of three. So, like, he's just a man's man. All right. He may be a man's man, but it, the, this team that Man City is playing looked like they've been drinking since the age of three and haven't put the bottle down, losing the fucking minds last weekend. But I'm going to tell you about my favorite club in all the land. I'm going to tell you about the citizens. We're amazing. Let me just one, two, three, four, five. How long is the streak? But 18 game win streak, 25 game no losses streak. Oh my God. Oh my God. We can't be stopped. Um, we played like poop during the weekend against Arsenal, to be honest. Raheem Sterling had to get an open header to win us the game. Insane. And, um, I'm so mad at Arsenal for that. Like, not just, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But, um, as for, as for Man City and how I expect them to line up, or how I hope them to line up at least, um, I hope it's Ederson, Ruben Diaz, John Stone. Since it is the Champions League, I got a sneaky feeling Kyle Walker is going to be back at right back and Joao Cancelo is going to pop over to the left. Rodri in the midfield, Gundogan and Kevin De Bruyne and Phil Foden. Uh, Raheem Sterling and that last spot is going to Jesus or Mares. Uh Based off last game, I'm going to say Jesus Mares played like absolute shit versus Arsenal. He was just running around in a circle, didn't really create much. Um, that being said, though, the defense is the strong point of, of our team. 15 goals allowed in the Premier League all season. 50 goals scored. 
Um, Gunduan is a man on fire. We're getting Kevin De Bruyne back at the right time. Phil Foden is a big game player, and the defense looks impregnable. Um, yeah, we, we look great. And um, being a person that watches the Bundesliga and is is a is a slight fan of Mujin Gladbach. I respect them as a team. I like their players. I think they have a nice style. They have good young talent. I'm not worried. Not even in the slightest. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, I do believe that this is going to be kind of a... I don't want City to win, but it'd be kind of dumb if you don't pick them to win this, both games even. Um, you know, Gladbach are a very well-drilled side. I believe, um, you know, you look at the teams that they've been able to pick up points against this year or take points off of, took points off of Madrid. They um, beat Bayern. They've done a lot of things that, you know, a team of their caliber, like looking at them, you're like, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. But then, like you said, the, the loss to Clone, the loss to Mines, like stuff like that, just no bueno. And, uh, a big thing I want to point out is Jan Sommer, their goalkeeper, the Swiss international. Um, he's not a bad goalkeeper by just, I'm not like calling him bad or anything. But one thing I do want to point out is that City take a lot of shots, especially when they have a lot of the ball. They are prone to getting 15, 20 shots a game, especially when they're dominating. And that's something that I think they'll be able to do this game. So I'm expecting a lot of shots and, um, Jan Sumner's post-shot expected goals plus minus, which means uh, if it's a positive number, you know, he's a better shot stopper. A negative number, he lets in more goals, unlucky, whatever you want to call it. But his is minus 5.7. And his expected goals per shot on target is 2.28. So every four shots on targets, he lets in a goal. And uh, that's not good against a team like City because they're going to get shots off on you. I don't care who you are. You, he's going to have to stand on his head if in both legs if Gladbach won a chance at, uh, you know, getting out of this or even, like, thinking about advancing. But uh, another thing to look at is that Gladbach is not a great attacking side, to be honest. I mean – Again, you look at those like XG and XA numbers. They're not that good. They're the lowest out of any team we've talked about so far at 1.5 a game. And um, that's it's still more than a goal a game, but that's not going to cut it against a team who can score four goals on you in two minutes. And especially like with their goalie woes that's going on, um, they have a very solid lineup uh, with Thurman, Newhouse, who's going to be a world beater. Uh, just a bunch of names in there that are really good players, solid players. I do not think that they are talented enough to beat this city side, but I do expect them to be a very well-drilled side and uh, follow Marco Rose's game plan to a T almost, and they need to follow it to a T if they want any chance. But again, just no, no real chance in this one for him, but you, you kind of hope. You hope. Everyone loves a Cinderella. Yeah, and um, like, like you said, though, Neuhaus, he's really, really good. 
But one yeah. thing that he is not good at that's going to mess him up all day when they play us is he is not press resistant whatsoever. The dude cannot mm-hmm. take the ball on the half turn if he's someone's behind him. Rodri was rested this week and he's gonna be he's gonna be flying around there on his ass immediately when we lose the ball. Cause that's how Man City play. It's gonna play into our hands because uh they're they're probably gonna sit back on us knowing that they're the worst team. They're probably gonna try playing on the break with Thurman and, and Bolo and Plier. I don't see Stindle starting this game. If he does, then God bless him. They're not gonna create nothing. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's and you know, City just has to play defense for those four or five seconds that we don't have the ball. And um, with guys like Neuhaus, who they're good, but they're Bundesliga good. They're not. They're not Premier League good, and uh, it's going to frustrate them. Neuhaus is Premier League good. I don't think so. At least uh, in, uh, I've been following them recently, doing some advanced scouting for the citizens, and. Um, yeah, he's not good against the press. And I feel like against top clubs in the Premier League, that just, especially like City and Liverpool, they're just not going to cut it. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a, that's, you're right. He's not good against the press. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. There's always hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Hopefully, uh, just yeah. hopefully they get it together. Hopefully they can do something, and it's not an absolute blowout. But, I don't um, think it'll be a blowout. They're a respectable side. All right, uh, it's not like you're playing lots. Final here. final picks, really quickly. Atletico Chelsea, Chelsea, the Blues. Atletico, um, go Atletico in this one. Uh, Lazio, Bayern, Bayern. Lazio, double chance. They're gonna get something. Uh, Atalanta Real Madrid Real Madrid Atalanta Moneyline and Man City Gladbach City one and a half goals spread to City do you one better City and over two and a half goals get frisky with it guys we're gonna blow them out um alright so that's also in easy. a uh, this is also that's in a random arena this is which? in Hungary the City the, match <laughs> They're not even going to be at that nice stadium. They got nice grass over there. That probably benefits us more than it hurts them. I'm going to be honest. I've been watching Bundesliga a lot. Snow's a shit ton in Germany, dude. That can't be yeah. cool to play in. That can't be fun. It's probably pretty even fun. Though, even though England's, you know, not known for their sun, sunny <laughs> skies and yeah, not, but 80 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, geez, dude. But but without further ado, let's let's get into the Premier League. Why why we all come here every single week? Um, first game on the weekend is is a delicious show. I feel like we got to talk about both of the games that both these teams had before we get into this game. Man City versus West Ham. Man City's last game was a one nil win versus Arsenal. Open up the scoring in the second minute. Beautiful cross, open header, Raheem Sterling. We took our gas off the pedal. Let stuff get sloppy. At one point, Schwachenzello tried a maybe 50-meter back pass in the air to Ederson. Ederson just had to lob it away and just hope. And, you know, Pep just turned and looked away. And that's how I was during the game. I was like, what are we doing? And we are so much better than these guys. In the first 15 minutes of the game, it looked like we were going to score every time we had the ball. We fell asleep. Not going to lie, we're kind of lucky to get the three points because we opened up the scoring so early, not because Arsenal should have scored. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, last seen in John Stone's pocket. 
return date TBD. Yeah, I Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. It was there. It was there. not the win. The win was nowhere near. The there. draw was there, but the draw was in your hands. In your and hands. Then You're waiting game in line. streak. They would have ended it. You were waiting in line at the grocery store. You were about to check out. You had your wallet out. You had everything, and your wallet was empty. You couldn't do shit. And Rob Holding, I mean, he played well the rest of the game, so good on him. But Raheem Sterling's 5'7". I'm not that athletic of a guy, and I'm pretty sure I could have done better. And just literally ball watching as the ball goes over his head right to Sterling should have been cleared, should have been done and dusted, should have been a little spout at the beginning of the game. Like, Ooh, are they going to score? No shot. Just ridiculous. You know, they deserve to lose after that. They do, but they also shouldn't have lost. So Arsenal still finishing above Leeds, but that's the best you'll do. Um, maybe probably at this point, it's looking more and more every week. Like Leeds are, more, terrible. more the team, more the team that will lose to anybody than the team that will beat anybody. They're terrible. They're not terrible. They're, They're not terrible. terrible. You know who is terrible? Newcastle United is terrible, and they're going to get relegated. But we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Get to that later. Um, just a quick little bit. Man City had a wonderful social media spat about Raheem Sterling being short and getting that header. There's actually an interview from a few years back about Raheem talking about how short he is and how he gets a little extra buzz every time he scores a header. So um, shame on you, Rob Holding. As for West Ham, wonderful win. 2-1 over Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Mikel Antonio opened it up in the fifth minute. Jay Lings put it away in the 47th. And uh, Lucas Moore did all he could to rescue something out of nothing for Tottenham. Um, West Ham played on the break. Tottenham controlled almost all the ball, took almost all the shots, but created no big chances. West Ham made two, missed one. Um, what a difference one man can make, two men can make, actually. I'm not going to discredit the legend. I, the one man I was talking about is Mikel Antonio. Big fan of him. He makes this side go the way he controls the ball high up the pitch. He can release people on the break. He can start the break himself if needs be, and he is a clinical finisher. But what about the new signing who has taken the club by the scruff of the neck and just turned it around? The Beach Boys, led by main singer Jesse Lingard. They are on some shit. Oh, my God, they are fourth in the Premier League. What's happening? What is happening? It's, it's the Lingard effect. I told you all what's happened. They said, don't be surprised. Be ready. Jesse Lingard, Lionel Jesse, Lingardino, he's here to stay. Um, and he's him and Mikel Antonio uh, are enough to fire this team into the Champions League, it seems like. And um, I'll tell you what, I've never I, – I would be so happy. I'd be so, so happy. Uh, but – on the other side of things, everyone on uh, <clears throat> everyone on West Ham seemed to play pretty well. You know, they had a nice game all around. But one person I want to throw under the bus completely is Sergio Religion, more like Sergio Regular, because he is regular, run of the mill. He played so bad in this game. Um, I believe I'm not looking at the stats, but he tried like seven 
eight long balls in that game, like trying to play diagonals, like trying to get stuff moving. I don't think he hit a single one. I, I don't think he, I don't think he even oh, came for close. Oh, for six. Boom. Very Boom, bam. Wow. Yeah. Like he has that in his locker. He does. And he, it just wasn't coming off for him. <laughs> it just wasn't coming off for him at all today. And if he was a little bit better, I think Spurs could have done better. But um, we said this about Madrid. I'll say it again about Mourinho. This team relies on the individual brilliance of Harry Kane. Not even Sun. Doesn't even rely on Sun. Because we were showed that he can't do anything without Harry Kane. And it they go as Harry Kane goes. To like, mm-hmm. So it's he's their cruise. But the bad spot for Spurs. You know, they might finish below Arsenal. They might. And they might. Uh, they'll, they'll still finish above Leeds though. Leeds suck. Yeah. Okay. Um but what about the game though? Man City versus West Ham. What do you have here? Um I I don't know. This is a tough one to call because Based on what we've just seen from City and just from West Ham, all signs point to West Ham picking up points. I'd say a draw. I don't think they win, but I think City's going to come out tomorrow on fire and go back to normal City. But West Ham do be for reals, and Jesse Lingard loves to dance. Loves (laughs) to dance. Okay. So Lingard goal and City drop points. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but so you you had me. You were doing so good. You were doing so so good until you brought up Jesse Lingard dancing. That's no, 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 no. no. All right, I won't bring it up again until he dances. I am is modestly. I am is modest. It is at the Etihad. Oh, so he's gonna. Oh, he's back in Manchester. He's back at his favorite nightclub in Manchester. No. It's no. I'm going to modestly predict a zero zero out of respect <laughs> for West Ham and disrespect for the rotation that we're about to pull out because, you know, it's we, – we could still have some world-class players, but more likely than not, it's going to be – it's going to be a shoddy lineup by, by our standards. So I'll, I'll give them a nil-nil. Um, they're not going to score on us. That's not going to happen. They're not good enough to do that. Um, well, it depends on what they, happens tomorrow, right? No, no, not at all. No. What no, if you guys win like 5 nil? Yeah, if we win five nil, one nil, two nil, I, I can tell you it's going to be to nil, to nil. I'm so sure about that. That's what I'm sure. You bank on our clean sheets, bro. Ruben Diaz and John Stones are no joke, guy. No joke. And yeah, no, J- dude, dude, Jay Langs is going to get absolutely tossed because he plays on Stones' side. Like he's going to get tossed, dude. He's going to get bullied. Heard it here first, Jay Langs. Look, I, I'll, I'll say John just because I don't think I'm going to break I, out I think the, the streak has the end. I'm going to break out the Lingard jersey messy picture when it happens. Wow. It, as you should. As you should. If, they, if, they're the, if they beat us, you can ink it right now. We're posting that on all platforms. It's, it's going up. Um, Might as well just post it now. It's going to happen. Possibly. Right now, West Brom are drawn 1-1 with Crystal Palace. Their next game is with West Brom. Um Fuck that game, dude. I'm not betting on that. It, it, literally anything could happen. No goals, all the goals. One team wins, the other team wins, or a draw, 0-0, 3-3. Everything is in play here, and I am not <laughs> touching this game for the life of me. I, I, uh, I agree. 
I agree. One thing I kind of like feel, and this, I don't know why, I do feel a red card. Why not? I, I, feel, why not, red, dude? I feel like a, like a high-scoring red card affair with no winner. Dude, talk about an asshole. Sammy Ajayi putting Mike Dean in a tough spot. One week off of re- being abused. Abused with death threats. And this guy does a professional handball. Puts, puts a fucking gun to his head to give him a red card. Uh, that is fucked. That is fucked. But, um, yeah, no, not touching this game. Ugly, 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 ugly. Um, Leeds versus Aston Villa. This is where Aston Villa, this is a get-right game for Aston Villa. They, they had a 1-0 win over Arsenal. They've dropped points in their last two. Um, I, 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 I can't see them dropping points again, whereas Leeds have lost their last two, and I can definitely see them losing to Aston Villa. Um, the last time they played, they lost 3-0 uh, in the championship. Leeds actually got the better of them the last season. They were both in there, but yeah, that, that doesn't mean something. Different people, different players. Same managers, though. Um, I, I'm, I'm still going Villa. Villa's going to get a win. Get right game. Um, I, it, it all depends on, on the man, if Jack Grealish is healthy. If he's not, Leeds are winning this game. If he is, Leeds are getting blown out. Um, so I'm going to bank on the, uh, the new age David Beckham to be healthy and... Villa win comfortably. 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 I like it. Comfortable comfortable win. Um, Next game on the weekend, Newcastle United is taking on Wolverhampton. Uh, Like we said two months ago, Newcastle are, in fact, sleepwalking their way to relegation. Um, 25th, 25 points, 17th in the table, only three points out of safety. Um, Steve Bruce, whenever he is asked post-game about his tactics or the stats, he always... Brings up how he's bullied online. And um, I, I kind of, I guess I feel for him, but if he wasn't such a bumbling idiot, I would feel for him more. Um, out of all the managers in the Premier Leagues, did you know this stat? Out of all the Premier, Premier League managers who have managed at least 300 games in the top flight of England currently, Steve Bruce has by far the worst record out of all of them. Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise you at all. He's a championship manager. He is out of his depth. Um, Newcastle need to fire him if they have a chance if they want to not get relegated and I think Wolves are going to beat him I foresee a Newcastle win (laughs) excuse me I I foresee a Newcastle win because this is mainly because Wolves are why is it like Wolves are just the most ridiculous team. I like we said with Leeds, Leeds can beat anybody, they can lose to anybody. We found out they can lose to anybody. Wolves can literally beat any team in the world and lose to any team in the world. And they've shown that the boring version of Leeds, and therefore the better version because. Defense wins games. Defense wins championship. Yeah, games champ. Defense wins. Yeah, Mourinho taught us that. <laughs> and I just, but I could so see them like falling asleep at the wheel here. And Newcastle came out and pressed United at the weekend, and they did a pretty good job of it. And I'm, I think it's not unfair to say that United are better with the press than Wolves. 
Uh, so who knows? Nuno could throw out nine midfielders and they could handle the press extremely well. But hopefully they don't because we enjoy watching normal games. Uh, and I think I really think Newcastle could walk out of here with a win. Just I see don't know. if they Saint if Maxim they got was on one, and he could be if on. If they one got again. anything out of the two games versus Chelsea or United, like anything at all, like a draw or even a narrow loss by like one goal, I would have been like, okay, maybe. But no, these guys defended a lead with. Nine people and got zero momentum out of it? No. No, 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 no. I'm done believing in these shithousery pretenders. Um, they've had two wins in their last five. That is way too good for this team. That is way too good. They need to come back to earth and lose at least four or five straight, um, starting with Wolves. I, I don't know. I don't think yeah. – like, United was a narrow loss. If not for Rashford literally being insane and like skilling everyone, they wouldn't have got the penalty at the end. It would have been yeah. two one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, you know, Rashford went insane and skilled that same left back last time he played. So you would think that Steve Bruce has the has the the common fucking sense to say, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up. We're gonna help him or change that. No, 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 no. Puts him right back on an island with Marcus Rashford. That's the kind of kind of shit that's going to get this team relegated. Like, come on, dude, come on. We're here. We're here on a podcast in our <laughs> rooms talking about that shit, and he can't figure it out. Like, that's so obvious, dude. Come on, he let Mar- he let Marcus have a day again. Yeah, not make him twice in that game. The same guy twice. Yeah, the same One guy that he did up last time. That it's. It was rude. It was rude. But Marcus, power to him. He smelled blood in the water. No mercy. He knew. He knew that man's going to stick with him. Crack his whack. And we're not going to finish the second part. Uh, part. Um, <laughs> Crystal Palace versus Fulham is the next game on the weekend. We got a London Derby coming up. Uh, let me check the score. Is Crystal Palace? Yeah, it looks like they're going to get something. Looks like they're going to get something out of that. Three more minutes left in extra time. We'll see. Um it looks like Brighton's on the attack, though. So, if anybody gets a result out of this, I don't think it's going to be Palace. Um, no. As for the next game, though, Fulham, my boys, Josh Maja changed team. They continue the streak, or they start the streak. They're on a four loss. They're on a four game no loss streak, and they're about to start a two game winning streak when they beat Crystal Palace on the road this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I tried to like spin it for Palace. You, you know. like Fulham too, though. I love. We Fulham. all like Fulham. I love Fulham. I tried to spin it, see if I could help Pal- Palace out a little, but uh, um, no. You know, uh, who are they? They're playing Brighton. Sanchez hasn't had to make a save all game. How'd they score? He they have one shot on target. Oh. I mean, bad on his part. Oh, my God. Two shots, one on 26% of the ball versus Brighton. Nah, yeah. Fulham are going to put like, oh. you guys away. Yes. Sorry. It's oh, actually going to be like – it's actually going to be a beatdown because Fulham are, Fulham are good. Like, they're not good, yeah. good, but, like, they're the best of the rest. They're too good to go down. I'm saying it. Anthony needs to be in the Premier League next year, even if he's not a consistent starter. 
he's he's chilling. He's chilling. Yeah, no, he's, he got back in the team last time. But Aina also put on a show, so you know they switched them side, switched sides. Robinson for left wing. Maybe we we'll see it. He's, he's definitely <laughs> fast enough. He's good enough passer. That'd be a nice pre- high press with him, Lookman, and Manja. I don't know. Um, next game though is Leicester versus Arsenal. This is a huge game for both teams. Um, Leicester could go, could could inch closer to dropping out of the top four another season. So they need to really keep their their pedal on the metal, their foot on the gas, and they need to keep getting wins. But uh, Arsenal has been showing some good stuff lately. Inconsistent up top, but um, at the back, they've been pretty solid for the most part. Um, they enjoy playing out of the back. And honestly, we could talk about key players for both teams, like Saka, Xhaka, Laka, talk about Yori Tielemans. We talk about... James Justin and you know his recovery, how that's going, um, but none of it really matters. No Vardy, no party, and um, Jamie Vardy's healthy. Last time I checked, so Leicester are gonna get a draw. It's gonna be a draw in this game because I don't trust them. I don't trust them, and goddamn it, Arsenal are making me believe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think it's gonna be a draw. And I think Vardy or Madison is going to have to rescue it for him. I just feel like Arsenal have been stringing together so many good games recently, like that they're no longer, well, they're still a laughing stock, but it's harder to laugh at them. Still fun, but harder. And the city game, I feel just going to be a blip in their recent resurgence. Uh, Mental mistakes don't happen twice or else you don't play. So I think Holding will get his stuff together. Like I said, he played really well the rest of that last game. But I think, yeah, it's it's going to be a share of the spoils here. And uh, that's going to be no bueno for for Leicester, especially if West Ham can shock the world and do something against City. That could uh, – that could that, – that Could be a big oh, weekend for everybody, man. be huge. Um Good. Next game is Tottenham versus Burnley. Tottenham are Spursing, but Burnley have been Burnleying. So this is really a tough matchup if you look at it and how, how the sides have been playing, you know, utilizing their their personnel to the best of their abilities, doing what they're really known to do. Um, Burnley are going to pick up something here. Double chance on Burnley. I said it. I didn't want to say it because... I, I just didn't want to say it, but I, I, I'm i saying it. I said it. It said Burnley win. Oh. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think Mourinho will say this, but I doubt that there is. Oh, yeah. Would you like man. to share the, the tweet? The tweet. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, let me actually pull it up. So while, while, I, uh, while I pull up the tweet, um, it's about Mourinho. But I do not think that. There is a another manager, uh, another coach of a team on this earth that Jose Mourinho respects more than Shawnee Boy. Uh, I just think that his style—he's just so hard nosed. He gets everything done without support, and uh, yeah, just I think he loves him, 
and I think he's going to respect him a little too much, and that's going to be the death of Spurs in this game. And I can't seem to find the tweet, but it was basically along the lines of after Spurs. Oh, here it is. Here it is. One day ago. There we go. Jose Mourinho. Quote, we have problems in the team that I cannot resolve by myself as a coach. <laughs> Isn't Spurs, that the, why they pay you, though? Yeah, that's why. That's, that's why, why they pay the him. coaches. Yeah, to fix to resolve problems, problems yeah, in the he, team. He's literally saying that Spurs are an unfixable mess, at least by his in his mind. So I read this as two things. One, uh, he's pushing Levy to sign someone. They're a small club. Probably not going to happen. Two, he really wants out. Because he realized if Kane's hurt and Kane is injury prone, I, I'm done. I am nothing. And three, this is just awesome. This is top tier Mourinho going at it. We have problems that I cannot fix, and no remorse. Just I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's gonna make it even better when he says something to top this after they lose to Burnley. So. There's my reasoning. There's my logic. And there is my outcome. That will be like a next level press conference if they end up dropping <laughs> oh, points to Burnley. Imagine if they get like washed like 3 0 or like 3 1. Burnley could turn it on for 10 minutes, become prime Barcelona. We've all seen it. Wait, we can um, brace. Just quick yeah. little brace. Christian Wood. Uh, oh, God. I hope Spurs lose. I really do. But yeah, no, the Burnley win. I was trying to see if there's an MSN acronym for Burnley, but there's not. Um, we'll move past that. Um, <laughs> Chelsea versus Manchester United is the next game on the weekend, and this is a doozy, man. This is a good game. This is a, this is a big game for both clubs. Um, if Chelsea can get a win there, this would be huge for their Champions League. Uh, aspirations and if United can get a win here this would be huge for them defending the Champions League spot the number two spot in the Premier League that they currently have Um, the only team that really can compete with City even though the the race is pretty much over it's it's not over till it's over but United's the only team who anybody's taken seriously at this point Um, this is going to be a tough one um, but I feel like United are, are, are definitely equipped to deal with Tommy Ball. Um, they have fast wingers who can get on the break, especially if Callum Hudson-Odoi is playing at right wing back like he has been doing lately. That could be a matchup that Marcus Rashford should lick his chops over, and so will Luke Shaw. I think they can and will exploit it and uh, just sweeten the, the pot for you. Um, United is away, so... It's over. Seems like they United money line is the play here. They can't lose. Um, it's going to be a super tough game, though. Again, these are two teams that you really don't know what type of game it's going to be until an hour before when the lineups come out. And, uh, you know, Ali hasn't been getting a lot wrong. Recently, lineups, no Pogba obviously hurts. It's huge. But um, And no McSauce either. Maybe, probably not. No Cavani, maybe. So United are going through a slight little injury crisis. But we do have the Lord and Savior, Ahmad Diallo and uh, Shola. I'm not going to try and pronounce your last name. But he's also a beast. Uh, 
No, yeah, I. It's all depends on lineups, but United can't lose; they're on the road. And yeah, and two class to lose sometime. Am I right? And he's not losing to yeah. Atletico. So. Uh, might be a two game skid for the boys in blue. It might no, be that, terrorist in Madrid. Did you see, um, you see Pulisic is rumored with a potential Bayern move. Is that real at all, or is that? Uh, I don't know. I'm not buying it personally. You're not buying it. No, Coleman uh, could be leaving. I, what? Oh, Byron would go and replace Pulisic. They've already quoted is going to cost at least seventy million at the bare minimum. So I'll say eighty-five. I think that's ballpark for what they would let him go for. Uh, they're going to sell or let go. I don't know what they're doing. A injury-ridden winger for another injury-ridden winger, but they're going to lose money on it. Yes. I don't think it's a smart move business. If Pulisic can stay healthy, as we both hope, uh, and all Chelsea fans hope, this is a slam-dunk deal because Pulisic, Lewandowski, Sané, Nabry, Muller, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. But, again, staying healthy – is the most important thing and the hardest thing for Christian. Uh, but we hope he can do well. I just don't, I just don't see it. And I, Tuchel likes him. Like this is, it's the guy who gave him his break. It's the guy who he played. It's the guy who helped him get on. And I don't think at least until some point in next season, he's going to be the only player that Tuchel really knows on this team and like knows what they're about. So I don't think, Tommy's going to – Chelsea spend without selling, so they'll probably – I don't know. It's tough. It's We got to see. I don't think it happens because he's injury-prone, and I would assume they want someone more dependable uh, to count on in that position. But we'll see. Fair, fair assessment. Um, next game is Sheffield versus Liverpool. Although Liverpool has been stumbling and bumbling and fumbling in the league – Sheffield have been doing that all season. They have 20 losses up to up to this point in the season. That is 20 losses out of 25 games played. Um, I'm going to go for a Liverpool win there. Uh, it might be 1-0. It might be a 90th minute winner. It might be the scariest win Liverpool's ever got in their lives. But God damn it. They, they can't lose. They, not that they won't lose. They can't lose to Sheffield United this weekend. And you know what? If you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bet the Liverpool money line because uh, it's not valuable enough. I'm not gonna bet that spread because that's not valuable enough either. If you want to take a flyer on Sheffield double chance, fuck it. I don't think it. I don't think Liverpool lose though. I don't think it's a flyer. You know why? You know why? Why? Because Sheffield are going to win. They're gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um. Liverpool are not good. Liverpool are not finishing in the top four. Liverpool are not finishing in the top five even. Liverpool might not make European competition next season. Uh, wow. We see that face. I mean, there's legitimately, like, on current form and, like, on just, like, team-based injuries and all, there's six teams better than Liverpool in this league. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's, like, arguable, I, at least – well, maybe five. Right now, they look bad. And the injuries aren't slowing down. People aren't getting healthier. So, 
I saw that. I saw that. Does that make you happy? Howie's having a good 36 hours, boy. Let's, let's get it. <laughs> let's make it 48. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep the chain rolling, baby. <laughs> yeah, but um, I just see I, there's like City are obviously finishing above them. United are probably going to finish above them. Leicester, probably. West Ham, probably. Chelsea, I think definitely. And then, then there's Liverpool. And then the teams below them are Everton, Villa, Tottenham. Not, and then I think that's where it stops at Villa. They could finish seventh and pretty easily. So I think the beginning of the end for uh, Jurgen Flop's reign is is this weekend when Chris Wilder marches into is it his house? Yes. Marches. Oh, oh! When they march into Chris Wilder's house and lose one nil in the scrappiest game of the season. Um, oh, you're talking me into it. But yeah, no. Sheffield. All right, you switch me. Sheffield. Sheffield, Sheffield. win. Sheffield <laughs> hey, win. Yeah, it, it's like it's more of have last Liverpool place. shown me enough now to, to give them credit to beat the last place team. Did he, and even when they played against United, United showed me enough to say that also, they were going to beat them down, and they didn't. I, I'm going to eat my crow now. Kabak is bad. Um, he might be young, and so there's a chance he can turn it around, but he is bad. He is bad, dude. I, I was so wrong about that. Never, ever, ever sign a center back from the worst team in another league to help sure up your back line. Like, you're, you're going to get worse. And um, it's, Endo I, went down, too. Endo went oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, Jeff, yeah. Oh, Jeffield win. Jeffield yeah. win. What, why are we even talking about Jeez. this for so long, dude? Dude, what are they going to do? What is that lineup going to look like? Is it going to be Nathaniel Phillips and Ozan Kabak guarding Allison's fragile goalposts? Wow. And the most out-of-form players in the league in Trent yeah. Andy. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Let's 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 double down on the shithousery, man. Let's double down the shithousery. Not not only am I now picking Sheffield United to win. I am picking Sheffield United to win. Sheffield United to win 1-0 and Captain Billy Sharp to score the goal. Everything. All there. Wow. Wow. Uh, you want to you hear something that even goes further into the point of the, the whateverness of uh, the Kosbach mm-hmm. and Schalke and all that, yabba yabba? Yeah. Um. Their defense, Chalka, mm-hmm. in a much worse league, top to bottom, I think that's fair to say, a worse league. No, 100%. Uh, is worse than West Brom's. <clears throat> Their goal difference is minus 41. And people can say, yeah, you know, they have <sighs> Bayern in that league. We have City, who put up Bayern numbers. This, I think this, I don't know, I, I may just say this, but this is probably one of the worst defenses in Bundesliga history. And you take their a starter from them. A bench player might have got you more luck because he doesn't play, and he's not yeah. a part of this debacle. Yeah. But <sighs> minus 41 goal difference. Their That's goal crazy. difference between them and Bayern is 70. 70. Stupid. Stupid. Seven Teams don't score that in a year. They might not score that in five years. They're on pace <laughs> to do it in five years. This is oh, shock. 
Hey, at least at least McKinney got out while it's time. The the ownership is clearly gutting the team. They're doing a hard rebuild from Bugis, Bundesliga too, and um, God bless them. Uh, Matthew Hoppy needs to get out of Dodge, and yeah, I think I he just, will this summer. He just signed a new deal so they could sell him. And it's even crazier how bad they are on the attacking end too. He started playing in the end of January, and he's the leading scorer. That's disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. Um. Although he does have the same amount of goals as Leipzig's leading scorer. Angelino? Sabitzer has five. Sabitzer. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. They need a, they need a striker real bad. Leipzig does. Um, but the next game we have in round 26 of the English Premier League is Everton versus Southampton. Everton just got their first dub at Anfield. Since 1999, holy fucking shit, they've done it. That's that's absolutely insane. More power to them. Um, and, you know, the, the train, the party's not stopping here. If you think that these guys are going to go and lose to a lowly Southampton team, then um, you're not crazy, to be honest, because Everton ain't all that. But this is a huge win. This is old Mo is a fickle lady, and they need to ride this wave while they can. Everton win. Yeah, Everton win fairly easily. I don't, like... Shambles. Southampton are kind of in shambles right now. Uh, they got to win this weekend. They're still trying to end without that win. Oh, yeah. they'd, be, they'd be in a relegation fight. No, they're, they're, they're definitely not good, but Minamino made an impact. Unlike, unlike Kabak. Unlike, unlike Aguilar. <laughs> guys. Yo, who do you think is more hated? Kabak by Liverpool fans or Aguilar by Eagles fans? <sighs> Probably Aguilar. Yeah. I mean, he's still a meme. No. Yeah. Kabak isn't memed yet. Yeah. They could, like, if they sold him in the summer, like, people would forget about him. And then he'd be like a guy, like, the streets won't forget him. You're right. But the streets won't forget Aguilar either. No. No. He's nobody forgetting that. He's he's eternal. That man is eternal. (laughs) Not a good (laughs) way. Him and Tom Brady are eternal, but for uh, completely different. Can you reasons. believe? Like that's that's actually like that's really Nelson's. That's in all likelihood, unless he does something amazing in with the Raiders or whatever team he goes to afterwards, that is going to be his legacy. That clip of the, the guy saving guy babies, saving <laughs> babies, and calling him out for having bricks. That is that is going to be his legacy. Oh, that's a shame. 2,000-yard season incoming. Oh, jeez. All right. Um, well, that, that, that's just about everything for the We Call a Soccer Show. Got a bunch of games, Champions League, Premier League. Go watch them. Follow us on Twitter for updates with transfer market, news, all that stuff. Follow us on Instagram for more gambling-related and, and pick stuff. Um, and like, share, follow Spotify, Apple Music. We're out everywhere. And... You have a great rest of your day. Oh, uh, we're forgetting the Europa Conference League. Oh, wait, that's a thing now? Uh, oh, yeah, you're year. right. We didn't next talk year. about that. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, so it starts up next year. And uh, it's still kind of vague on what it is. But so essentially, I'll help. I'll post a picture on uh, with the link to this podcast to make it easy for everyone. But um, the Champions League is still the same, right? So mm-hmm. Group A, the so Champions League first team and second tier go into the knockouts as usual, right? 
Then in the Europa League, only the winners of the group move on and are secured, like guaranteed. So you have to finish first in the Europa League, and they're cutting out half of the groups. And then if you finish second in the Europa League, do you then go to the knockouts of you go? You go to a knockout round in the Europa League against the third-place teams from the Champions League. And then the winner of that... The winner of that becomes the round of 16 Europa League teams. And then the losers of that go to the Europa League conference and are the secured spot in the round of 16. That's cool. I like that. I I enjoy that, actually. So if if you go from... uh, what is it? I think it's the Champions League to the Europa League. You can end up in the Conference League. And yeah. so it's it's really wild. Just another competition. Europa League's getting smaller. means less games. Um, more ways to get in. More ways to get out. But it's, it's pretty cool. Like, you guys heard the anthem. It's like, it's kind of sick. They have a really cool okay. logo, too. It's green. Black and green. Black. Ooh. Like, classy. Look at that. Very nice. I like it. I like yeah. it. It's like the Europa yeah. League thing, but it's it's with more things and it's green. Nice. Yeah. I like it. It's a good touch. Cool. So, it'll be cool. Starts up next year. So um, Arsenal, you got a better chance at Europe. There you go, Arsenal. Congrats. There you go. You guys can get in European <laughs> competition once again. Uh, be go, go flex that being the only winner of the Conference League next year. I mean, if you guys won a Conference League? No. The only thing I'm more excited about than a conference league, another another opportunity to watch even more soccer. The only thing that gets me going more than that is the thought of Mikel Antonio, Jesse Lingard, Potato Suchek, and Pablo Fornals running into the Champions League next year. I I want it so bad for West yes. Ham. Do you, do you think they can get it done? Cap off the show with a bold take. I think they will. I I uh I think they do get it done and let's 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 let me take out the paprika and spice up this dish a little more. Uh Ooh. they finished third. Whoa. They finished third behind the two Manchester clubs. Comfortable. I like uh, it. And uh I guess that the top four, should we just make a last ditch prediction and then call it a day? For the final just top put it four. away forever, forever? Forever, the forever. The season. All right, I like it. Let's do it. City, United, uh-huh. West uh-huh. Ham, Chelsea. I'm going to go with C. Leicester, United, West Ham. That's what I'm going with. I don't like Tommy as much as you. I um, love Tommy. Leicester are culpable to fall apart, but hopefully they won't. They look like they're playing some good stuff, and I just want it so bad for West Ham. I just want them in the Champions League. I think they'll do well in the Champions League. Yeah, and that that means keeping Rice. They make Champions League. No shot, Declan Rice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No shot. No shot. Jay Lings hit an upgrade. Maybe. 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 Um, Is there anything else going on? In, in sports that, that we need to address. Spring training started, baby. It is officially baseball season. Is that, 
debatably the best season of all time. Um, and yeah, let's let's go Mets, let's go Lindor. Um, we're winning it all. The Phillies suck. So mm-hmm. yeah, the Phillies had a guy. Um, I don't know. I thought this was surprising because I was talking to my Grammy earlier, and this guy on our team was suspended last year for um, domestic violence. And um, we didn't cut him, though. He's, he's on the team. Looks like he's back in spring training this year. Yeah. We just waited out the suspension. I didn't think that's how those things worked. No, yeah, but that's how they given work. The, given, the, given our ownership group and the suspect activity they are already involved in, God damn it, this makes so much sense. Um, Phillies are a mess. Uh, Eagles are a bigger mess. Ah, Flyers. 36 hours. Good 36 hours. Still a mess. We Okay, look. In this good 36 hours, we've still only saved maybe half of what we're going to have to pay Carson for not being on the team. So, great. Good job. Um, great job. Great job, Hallie. Um Flyers, Carter Hart has lost his confidence on the playoffs. He's no longer a brick wall. They're falling apart. Sixers are still sixering. It's looking good. Joel looks healthy. Let's hope we can keep it up. Ben's going to get a call from Kendall soon. No, 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 no. And then it's going to be all downhill. And then Devin Booker is going to be in his uh, DMs like, yo. No one cares uh-huh. about Devin Booker, bro. He does, <laughs> dude, dude. No one ben cares Simmons about keeps dude. tabs no on every one of Kendall's exes and current boyfriends. No, he well, no. doesn't. Yes, no, he, he does. doesn't, dude. Kendall is the streets ex. She is the league's boy girlfriend, and Ben and Simmons he, isn't worried and about he, that. And he has caught feelings for her no. internally forever. Ben Simmons has caught feelings for Jeffrey Star. That's where we're gonna leave it today. Everybody have a wonderful. Rest of your day. This is Walker Manning signing off from the We Call It Soccer Show. See if they have a good one. Niggas wearing Gucci in the Louis store. Pull up in a range, not the rover. What you looking for? Niggas ain't never being the same, they being different, bro. All my niggas better change the game like it's Gryffindor.